right. Hello again. Uh, Dwayne Brumman here with Allie Albarigo, schoolintertalk.com. Uh, Allie, uh, I would tell you welcome back, but you've been doing some uh, uh, posting and some lives, and, and I haven't. So I'm going to welcome myself yeah. back. Yeah, welcome you back to yeah. We missed. I think you missed like one one or two weeks, but um, two weeks I think. Yeah, yeah. So I think that uh, last week we missed, and I did something quickly. But the week before, I was traveling. I went to the uh, martial art leadership summit, which was amazing. I got a look. Check this out. I got this award from um, from YK Kim and all the guys over there at the uh, you know at the martial art world magazine and. Um, the awards are beautiful. Like they really put in a lot of effort into it. I don't know if you can see that. And uh, oh yeah, basically the whole entire thing really nice. And then I got this really cool custom, custom design, handmade um, like a vase that was made by a guy from China who handmade like fifteen of them, and they're all um, you know numbered and and only fifteen in the world were made and. Just beautiful. It's a really good event too. A lot of great knowledge. A lot of great people. You know, you always go and you meet friends and make new friends and so on. So it's cool. And then um, came back and uh, now I'm back into the into the rat race. Back into the hamster wheel, doing what I do. Right. Back in the swing of things, huh? Yep, absolutely. How about yourself? I, I know we're going to chat about some things, right? As far as martial arts, uh, you know, sales and you know, retail and all that, but. So what are you doing right now currently yourself? Like, how are you doing? How's the schools doing? What's going on? Pulling my hair out, man. I'm pulling my hair out. I, last Friday, we were solid, booked solid every half an hour from 4 o'clock all the way to 7 o'clock with interest. Great. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, so what is that? Uh, 4, 4.35, 5.30, 6, 6.30, 7. So uh, six, we have six intros. Okay. Right. Six and actually we had uh, seven because there was one that was doubled up. So we had seven intros that were um, booked. And the way that our program works is you come in and do an introductory session before you start your classes the following so, week. So, so that it's way we can process. It's a one-on-one. Yeah. On one? Okay, awesome. Yeah, and the first fifteen minutes is paperwork. Uh, also touring the studio. Uh, learning how to tie your belt, that type of thing. The next 15 minutes okay. is one-on-one -on -one with an instructor. Well, out of those seven, only two people showed up. Hmm. Two people we got a hold of and rescheduled. So, you know, now you have uh, five people that we're still trying to follow up on. And, I mean, we right. still are trying to follow up on them. They, they haven't returned our calls. Their, their inbox is full, so we got to message them and all that stuff. So right. <laughs> it's going to be interesting this Friday because I have 45 trials scheduled for this month already. Wow, phenomenal! But for the month, but, the month of November, October. for the month of November, or no, October? no, 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 October, October. Okay, cool. and, but wow. I'm not the 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 crappy thing is I'm not getting these people to show up. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've been kind of lucky on the opposite side. But then again, statistically, if I look at my dashboard in Spark, um, I'm probably at like a 60% show-up ratio, but I'm scheduling tons and tons of trials. We're, we're doing that three-month special via Facebook, and that's absolutely my phone has been buzzing. I say buzzing, not ringing. Three weeks, right? Three weeks or three months? Message. No, one month of three classes. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, so they get one month of free classes on uh, Facebook. So that's been really panning out. Like, I was just going through my numbers. I have a stack. I'll show you. Like, this is this is the stack of uh, trials that I've gotten. Like, this is how thick it is with people who have been coming in and doing trials. And, um, uh, you know, some of them show. But these are all the ones that showed because then when they're in-house, they fill out a form. So we've gotten tons of people. And out of it, I've gotten many, many sign-ups. So I'm excited about that. I mean, my... East Isop location is growing according to plan. West Isop is growing, so I'm happy. But um, I wish more people, like you said, would actually commit. Am I cutting out again? Not cutting um, out, but you sounded far away. Now it sounds good. Uh, okay, yeah, I got to keep it stuffed in my ear. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I mean, it's been good. So that's so good. that's that. So, but it, I guess it's not bad to be busy, right? Even if the, maybe some aren't showing, and it's frustrating to get them back in. 
it's better than the latter where you could be sitting there twiddling your thumbs hoping for people to call you and come in, right? Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It just seems like this year more than ever, um, like I, I'm dreading to see what my total uh, percentages are going to be for show-ups this year because right. I usually had I, – I was always above 80%. Like I, I've been as high as 93% show-up rate before. Yeah, well, let's look at, like, what is it that – where are they coming from? Facebook advertising? Are they coming from social media? Are they calling off Well, the a lot of these, a lot of these uh, ones are uh, field trip people. Okay. All right. Field trip people. Yeah. So, you know, so it's I a wonder, two or three though, offer, you know? Right. I wonder, though, like, is it – is it like a birthday party, which I've never been a big fan of birthday party leads. You know, everyone talks about, ah, you know, like, it's funny when I hear people like, you know, even at this convention I was at, someone's like, ah, this is a new concept that I do. you got to check this out. I'm doing birthday parties for free. And then I get like 15 to 20 people come in and it only costs me 90 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, but do you really sign people up? Like, if you get one or two, it's worth it because two clients could be valued out at like $3,500 for the year. So it was worth giving away an hour of your time or an hour and a half and, and paying for pizza. It's, it just makes advertising sense. But the majority of people are not coming to a party because they want to go to a karate school. They're coming to a party because they were invited to a party. If we were, and I always joke, if, even if it was competition basket weaving, they would show up yeah. because Johnny Johnny asked them. So I wonder, is the field trips, you usually get a pan out, right, like a better, higher percentage of people signing up to ratio, right? Uh, I actually, trip? no. I, okay, so I actually have more people doing trials or supposedly going to do a trial uh, from field trips this year than I've had okay. in the past. So I get more okay. of a of a of, of a yes, but I'm still I'm having less of them show up. So maybe the numbers will pan out where I'm getting the same amount of people to actually you know register and sign up in the end. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't it always that number? Like I always say, we grow our dojos one student at a time, right? So you know, we always when I'm looking at my clients, I'm going, okay, great, you had a great month, you had ten signups, and then they tell me they had twelve quits. You know. Um, so obviously there are two in the deficit. So we have to always look and see like how well are we doing at the end of the day, at the end of the month with positive and negatives. And not, not to, to, um, uh, talk positively about Spark, but I love that, that portion of our dashboard where it says, you know, income in, income out, you know, you're up or you're down for the month financially. Um, so that's things that people never figured out and they always wish they knew. Now it just automatically tabulates it based on renewals and, and new memberships. So I think that that's a pretty cool feature. Um, and I, I live my life off of that number, right? And that's important. Yeah. Yeah. So I know today uh, we weren't going to be talking about, you know, my perils. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about yeah. uh, holiday sales because that's the opportunity we have now from, from uh, you know, basically now until maybe mid-December, but yeah. at least now through November, um, you are the type of individual who I think, correct me if I'm wrong, always capitalize on uh, retail merchandise throughout the whole year, but right. I'm kind of curious because, uh, uh, you know, partly because, you know, you tie it into your curriculum, uh, and but there's also impulse items and stuff that you that you have. I'm curious, though, what are you doing this year for uh, the holiday? And um, because I, I think you probably do a whole bunch more than what I do. Um, I, I, I am not the, um, the, the, the great person to ask how to run holiday sales. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'll just say it. I, I'm lazy when it comes to that, and I'm not a risk taker when it comes to that. So, and I, I'd certainly go through what I do, but but I'm I, I, I'm curious what what's on your plate this year. Well, I, I first want to I want to ask that question, and I'll pose it to you because you just admitted to this, and I would say like what what would be the reason why that like we and, and I don't know if I love this term, but like they treat it like the redheaded stepchild, like the retail is like a bad word to many people, right? So. There's a few posts that I posted on um, the Century Martial Arts School website, and I said, show me your retail, and, and show me your school, and show me your retail stop, shop and your lobby, right? And 
one big mistake I find is that people have a very small area where they display their retail. If you go to my school, which you have, Dwayne, you've seen it, and um, my entire lobby, which is about a thousand square foot, is um, is literally sitting inside my retail store. Now here. Here's the caveat. Years ago, it wasn't like that. I had a, a section of my building that was a store. Then my lobby for my parents was a lobby. And what I found was, was trying to get them to just walk around the building to go into the store. Um, and they go, yeah, yeah, I'll go check it out. And then they'd never get around to it because they were easily able to escape, right? So I figured, like, why don't we have a conversation where retail is on their minds at all times? And then... Um, Obviously, they're sitting in the retail, so they're always like, uh, oh, I need, like just yesterday, I was, uh, yesterday's Tuesday, yeah, so yesterday, um, I watched the desk, and I had a mom say, oh, we, my son's growing out of their tabby, which is our ninja shoe with the split toe, oh, and I need a pair of socks, and I'm like, okay, let's try it on, and then they, they had to run into class, so I said, okay, afterwards, we'll try it on, she's like, I'm in a rush, I'm going, does this fit, and she tried it on, and I said, okay, you need a pair of socks, she's like, yes, and, um, and I said, go ahead, go home, I'll just charge it out on your credit card, she's like, perfect. And she zipped out of there. Then I had another person buy a padded sword. They walked over and they said, oh, my son's been looking at this padded sword. You know, how much is it? And I said, oh, for you. And I gave him 10% off for his Black Oak Club because that's part of our deal. Um, they bought a $70 padded sword, Action Flex. You know, so I did about like, you know, $200 in retail throughout the night. A few T-shirts, a few little things. So this is a constant flow of retail that's happening in my school on a regular basis, right? And And it's all different items from... Uh, old, out-of-style shirts, vintage, we call them, you know, that we haven't used in a while. We have jackets, we have T-shirts, we have tank tops, we have extra uniforms, we have books, DVDs, fighting gear, weaponry, all of that stuff. So um, we really, and I don't want to say capitalize, but we have it there available for our clients. And so the question for you is, like, why why don't you spend the time on it when it could probably add five, six, ten, twenty thousand to your bottom line? Just interviewing you as a school owner, um, what is the thing that holds you back? What is it that makes you ignore that? Uh, I would say funds, and okay. then and 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 then coming up with a strategic way. To or a systematic way to make it look fresh every month or whatever. Like right. I'm lazy and I don't I don't want to be moving product around and right. uh, all that stuff. And and uh, my space is not that big. I mean I have two walls that are that have an opportunity to uh, right. you know put stuff on. So it, it's small. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's it. I mean I don't really have a lot of space to do. You know, well, you do. You, you actually done. have a beautiful. You have a beautiful <laughs> lobby, and we talked about maybe me helping you with redesigning your space. But um, even if you took your walls that you have your slat wall on already and expanded yep. them to the full ceiling and made it twice the size it is, or but you have a three wall like a U shape, right? Where and you have one big photo on one wall, and then the other two walls behind the chairs that they sit has retail. What I would probably do for me, I would take your entire wall with your photo from like three foot or two foot off the ground to the ceiling and slap wall the heck out of that entire thing. Take the photo down or move that to a different wall. And then you'd have three walls for retail. Two of them are in front of chairs, which is tough because you can't have any accordion or they call it um, a waterfall display kind of racks where it hangs down on an angle because of people's chairs. Mm -hmm. So what I may do, I don't know if this you have the space, I forget how wide it is, is I might take both walls, reverse them, and sit them back to back in the middle, right, so that now the wall, they're facing the walls, so that they face one faces that wall, one faces that wall, and then you have it on the other wall. And even to create visuals, you could even put a TV monitor in the middle or in near in the retail, so that you're constantly looking at the retail on the left and the right side. And that way now... They're seeing it. And by the way, you could take your staff member and say, you know, Mr. Bean or whoever it is or one of your program managers, just every three weeks just move this stuff around and make it look fresh. Because if it sits for more than three or four weeks, it becomes more like artwork yes. where people don't even notice it. Right? So I always joke about yeah. it. I go like, hey, how much is it for that sparring gear with the four inches of dust on it? You know, like have you ever changed the color or, you know, have you moved it around? Every year 
and, and I didn't do it last year, but every year during the Christmas holiday, I take like a day or two and I just redo my entire lobby all by myself. I just kind of go in and decorate it and I get hangers and I put cool stuff up and I just want it when they come back from the new year break, they're like, oh my God, it's like a brand new place. Right, so it's important to look at that and see because I think you quite often you could uh, really, really increase your sales just by changing the look. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Um, I, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not opposed. I just, uh, I, I'm lazy, and also I don't want to spend money on crap that's just going to sit there and not make me money. Yeah. Well, then that's true, though, too. But you know what? There are going to be those experimentations where you're doing experiments on uh, experimentations where, where you like, you know, experiments on whether um, people will be buying uh, certain things, you know, like basically, um, you know, you might say, hey, this shirt's going to sell like like crazy and you put it out there and it dies. Right. So you eventually blow it out and you get rid of it or you give it away as a giveaway, you know, but you keep trying. But I, I get it. A lot of people don't want to invest a fortune. So for you, it would be staple items that you know people are going to buy. Jackets, T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, tank tops, you know, baseball caps, all branded with your name and logo. And then if you guys do sparring, sparring gear, right, you should have at least one set of it up. But I would buy – do you do sparring at your school so you get sparring gear? Oh yeah, yeah. Because remember, yeah. Um, we we uh, we uh, because of you, I put the three different packages of sparring. Oh, that's here. right. Yeah. So then yeah. you have those on the wall, and then you have like one set of hands, head, feet, shin guards, in all the three or four different colors. So then now you put it up on the wall, and they can see what red looks like, what a blue looks like, what a green looks like, what a what a pink looks like, what a white looks like, and you have it there. So you go, yeah, these are all the gear. This is the gear we sell. These are the different colors so they can touch and feel it, right? And that way it's on display. So you're not investing more than, like, a set of sparring gear, a full set of it, which costs you, like, 60 or 70 bucks at maximum, right? But then that's going to be there for them to go, here, this is what you pick. And I started selling um, Century as a new gear called the Sea Gear, which is, like, a soft, padded, colorful, really weird shape, like, splattered with paint-looking gear, but it's very good quality, and um, it's light, light, light. Um, and uh, we've been selling a lot of that. People yeah. like that. So you may you may want to always uh, – can you hear me still? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, so that kind of thing is what really gets people motivated. And, you know, also, I don't know, little tchotchke things like rubber nunchucks. Like you might not even teach them in school, but the kids buy them. Parents buy them as rewards. The plastic toy swords, people buy them. Silly enough, we have these little rubber ninja rubber duckies. Like, I, I didn't buy it. My program manager bought it. He goes, I, I just bought four dozen of these rubber duckies. I'm like, really, dude? That was just, like, the dumbest thing you could have ever bought. Like, why would you do that? He put it in a basket. Ninja rubber duckies, two bucks. I think we paid, like, 40 cents. We, kids will buy them every class. The parent buys them with rubber ducky. You know, okay, I'll take a – and they're all different colors and designs, and they want them all. So, so I – here's one quick story, and you've heard this before, and for the listeners. So um, I once had – for the holidays, I had these uh, action – Marvel action figure statues that were like uh, toys for kids. So I had this one Hulk one. And I hear the mom going, nobody, we can't get it now. And he's crying. He's stopping his feet. So I walked over. And I said, hey, Sebastian, you know, mom mom doesn't want to get this now, and uh, maybe you have to work for it. And, and I turned to the mom, and I apologized. I said, I'm really sorry. She's like, for what? And I said, because if I didn't have this year and you weren't sitting here, you wouldn't have to go through the torture of your son wanting that Hulk statue. And she said to me, which changed my perspective. She could have said, yeah, Shannon, you're an idiot. I can't believe you do this to us. But she said, do you think that he's not torturing me every store we go to? Do you think that he's not going to ask me for that Hulk statue and make me drive all the way to Toys R Us, which is no longer in business, all the way across town to buy it for him? She goes, you're saving me the time by having it here. I could go to class, pick it up, buy it, and go home. You know how much time and effort you saved me? And I'm like, wow, you, you don't really mind? She's like, no, this is a great thing. Thank you for doing that. Now, I'm sure that there's an opposite person who was like, yeah, you know, you're an idiot. Why do you have it there? But the majority of people, they like, they say what you say. They form their mouth into that that circle and say the word no, 
right? That's all you got to do is teach your kid the word no, right? You know, and that's something that you've always said. So, so that's important for people to understand that retail should be built in. And by the way, branding is so important. And, and this is where that mistake is, is that if people don't have a brand, and I talked about this in my seminar at the Martial Arts Summit, the Think Tank, I said, um, if you don't have a brand that's something that's exciting enough for people to want to wear, that they feel proud about it, they're not going to buy it. But if you have a cool shirt with a cool logo, with a cool picture, and you change them up and you give people an opportunity to buy two or three or different styles a year, you're ahead of the game. And that way now people are going to wear your brand, right? Does, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So this is where um, this is where people make a huge mistake. I, I invite the listeners, and my buddy Shan John Buster just jumped on here. And uh, by the way, Shan Buster, I haven't heard from you in a while. Give me a call when you get a chance so we can just catch up. Um, but uh, what with uh, Shan Buster, too, and all the people out there, I invite you all to just basically um, look at your retail and, and ask yourself if it has any kind of messaging. If it's clear enough to the consumer, to the clients, to the students, that they should buy it. Like, do you have a T-shirt up, but nothing but the T-shirt hanging there? Or does it say... Wear your school colors with pride. For the month of October or, or the month of November during the holiday is 50% off, right, or 20% off or 10% off or whatever the case may be. Um, you, know, uh, you know, we have to start looking at our retail and say, would I purchase me if I walked into a place like my school? Would I be interested in buying something? Would I be that person? Right. And, uh, and if you're saying no, then you need to reestablish, redevelop, reanalyze your retail. Right. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Totally. Yeah. So, totally agree. So totally agree. I know I'm, for uh, a fact, I'm, though, Dwayne, for you, if you looked at it and I said, Dwayne, you, you could make an extra six grand to 10 grand a year. Um, you as a businessman, if you just put that little bit of extra time and effort into it, um, you'd be like, I would, yeah, that makes sense. I got to do that. I don't know why I haven't. I need to get on it because it's like literally, um, you know, literally just sitting there with rented real estate space that right. is not being utilized. No, I agree. I, I agree. So, um, so what you're saying to me is, okay, so I need to get, sparring gear out there. I need to get my um, uh, weapons sure. out there. Yeah. Shirts, the, the sweatshirts. Uh, okay. But like what else? Yeah. And, what, uh, and I, well, I'm, I'm thinking like, first of all, everything that you have, you should have an option for something that is a higher quality, right? So for example, um, if you have bow staffs, right? I have every color, lightweight, Pro Force um, competition bow staff from three and a half foot, to, three foot to three and a half to four to four and a half, five to five and a half, six to six and a half, uh, six to six, uh, six foot. I have it on display in red, green, blue, purple, silver, black, and natural white. I have them out there. Yeah, it cost me a little bit of money. Like I just recently did a big shipment and it cost me about a grand in inventory. But I'd, I'd rather, and I can order it. Like, if I have one out there, they'll order it. But I bought extra inventory because I know that I don't want to um, have people say, oh, I'd like that bow staff. You want, you know, uh, or can you order it for me or I'll get it next time. But if it's right there, hey, you want to take it? I, I get people walking out the door. If you want to take it, take it now. Here, here, here. And I hand it to them as they're walking out to their car. And I said, I'll just bill your credit card. They're like, oh, yeah, do that for me. Like, no stress, no pressure in their hand, out the door, right? But if it's something that I don't right. stock regularly, I have it on display, I then order it for them and uh, still charge out their card, by the way. I charge them before I order the product. Right. So, uh, so yeah, weaponry, T-shirts, hats, hoodies, jackets, lightweight winter, switching on and off, tank tops with your logo on it, um, backpacks. If you don't have all these things, you could literally take them and make pictures of the things that you don't want to stock and put a sign-up sheet. Like, let's say you need to buy 25 backpacks in order to get a good deal. Well, you put out right. a list and you say, who wants the backpack? And you start getting people to put their names on the list. When you get close, 
that's when you start getting deposits or payments on all of them, and then you place your order. You never have to lay out a penny. Same goes for jackets. I did a cool hoodie, um, ninja hoodie, uh, with a, a cool design that someone made for me. And um, we did a custom order last year. And not only did I sell them online to people who don't train in my school. In fact, I sold more online to people outside my school than I did inside my school. But I sold like 50 sweatshirts. Um, but I did it on an order basis. Everyone paid ahead of time. And then when I had my numbers, that's when I placed my order and got payments. So, you know, okay. that the sparring gear. By the way, you should have multiple layers. You have one quality gear cheap, the next one at a higher quality, and the next one at the highest quality. You don't have to display those. That's why you have those menus, right? Gear one, gear two, gear three on the wall. Um, you know, right. you do the same with a bow staff. I have a $85 bow that's made out of white hickory. It's a signature brand that I sell with my own name on it and my ninja symbol on it. Um, and they're beautiful. Like, they're so well-balanced. They're handcrafted by a guy who's a woodworker that I have make these for me. And I have my own signature brand of all my weapons. But basically, uh, people will say, no, I just want to buy the $29 one. Some people will go, no way, I want the $90 one. You know, so you have those availability and variety for them. Right, so uh, Jamie, James, uh, well, Brett said uh, Cracker Barrel does it, which is true, right? When you walk through that store... You have to, in order to make your reservation yeah. to go eat, you have to walk around in that little retail store. And by the way, they have crazy things, and it's nothing to do with Cracker Barrel. I went, in, we stopped off when we were driving to Florida, Florida to see if there's anything I could eat. Turns out that there wasn't one thing that wasn't infused with some sort of meat product, so I couldn't eat there. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, so we left. I mean, even mashed potatoes had butter and bacon in it, and you know, like in the side order of string beans had bacon in it. So, um, you know, we were down south, so I guess that that's, you know, part of the course. But um, I saw, like, a fur jacket, like a like a faux fur, like, jacket, and I said, that would look good on you to my daughter, you know. Um, like, why at a Cracker Barrel would they have, like, clothing that was, like, fashionable clothing? It was just the weirdest thing, but it's like people walk around and, and you know, CDs, scented candles, clothing, games, toys, that's, uh, they're capitalizing on the retail population in their store, right? So why do we not do that? Why are we all martial art related, only martial art related? That's what I wonder. Right. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. It's just, uh, I guess maybe what I need to do is build it uh, a little bit right. at a time and not think that I've got to, you know, all of a sudden have this big, massive, Set of no, what you see, XYZ, see, that's my thing. Know. I don't, I, I think honestly, if you were to inventory your whole store, if we did what I was talking about, where we flipped your chair so they faced out, you had flat wall on that whole entire three walls, and, um, and you retailed that entire shop, you probably could get away with retailing that entire shop for 1500 bucks. I mean, not having an inventory sitting in your stock room, but having product out there for people to touch, feel, and see. And everything you could do is order. And the great news is whether you're ordering from A Touch of Zen, which is my store, or you order from Century, Asian World, Quan, um, you know, uh, Macho, whoever you order from, normally their weapon turnaround, their clothing turnaround is probably two, three days. So if someone orders a set of stuff, whatever, you could, if you order that one set and pay the shipping, you'll have it within three days for your client, and you never have to lay out a penny because they're going to pay you in full. And then that profit right. goes right into your checking account, right? So I here's a real, another cool question for you, I, and I normally pose this to the people that are listening. Let's pretend that you put on a, a different hat and you were a tenant in your building. And, um, yeah, that's my small store that you just pulled up, too. That's, the, that's my school in East Eastlip, and that's one section only. Um, that you yeah, I was going to pull it up to you. Yeah, I was going to pull it up so you can kind of talk about it. Yeah, okay. People don't see that. All right, that's right. Are they seeing that? Yeah, uh, give me a second and I'll uh, okay. pull it up. Not but yet. Anyway, so, so, so here's my question that I pose to, to the school owner. Put on a hat, pretend like you're not a school owner, but you've just rented space in John Busto's, um, Brett Dunlap's, you know, Dwayne Brum at Ali Alberigo School. You're a tenant. You're right. You're just going to sell stuff 
and you, Dwayne, as the owner, say, hey, listen, you have my business, um, my clientele, my 295 students walking through here with their siblings on a day-to-day basis. I want $900 for this retail space. And you sell whatever the hell you want. No food, right? Just whatever. Like, and here you go. You pay me 900 bucks, And I bet you, you you would think about your store and go like, wow, what could I sell to this clientele? Like, you know, what could I sell to the people that are walking through these doors on a daily basis? Is it just, if you're just martial arts related, that's okay. But can it be like some crossover stuff, like a shirt that a parent would wear? Like, Shion John Buster, who's on here right now, has a cool shirt. I noticed that just recently. Custom, really cool shirt that, I don't know the wording exactly, but it was like Mom of Busto's Martial Arts kind of thing. Yeah, there you go. That's There's my stores. All right, here, let me uh, show it. <clears throat> All right, so this is where? That one is my East Islip location right there. Okay. And I don't, I don't one see corner. it yet on Facebook. How about that? It's that's still a little still delayed, so I'm just the same. Yes. So that's the same view. And by the way, my, my genius, amazing daughter um, did all that. So, like, she's really good at merchandising and setting things up. But so when you look at it, you know, you have, uh, you know, my, my T-shirts, which is staple, the sweatpants, my backpacks, my books, and all the different DVDs on top of it, hats, my my plush toy. Um, yeah, that's a better thing. My gear bags, you know, a copy of the uniforms so they see that they could buy extra uniforms. And that's just the one side. The other side has our entire wall of weapons that are requirements. I don't know if there's a photo in there. It should be. No, that, well, actually, you could utilize that one, and that's an old picture. But that's my West Islip school that's about to come up. Um, and uh, that one is, uh, you know, and, and by the way, I redid that wall. That wall is looks 100 times better. Um, but you gotcha. notice that each section is squared off with the belt level. So I actually took a belt. I cut it. I cut it. And oh, I, um, I, I see. I, I, and I put it up on the wall so people know what they need for white, what they need for yellow, what they need for green. Now I have it a little bit different where I have a tie belt and it looks like it's hanging down like it was around your waist and it's right underneath that category. But I kind of like okay. what I see there and I might revitalize that because it really does show the people like, this is what I need for blue. This is what I need for yellow, right? And that kind of thing. But that wall has a better layer of organization. I took a lot of the sparring gear off. And then um, the next picture that's about to come up, which is all different types of shirts and gear and styles and so on and so forth, and that's just my apparel line. A lot of it is LI Ninjutsu Center specific, and then some of it is just generic, like cap-out gear and things like that that I used to sell, um, our tabbies. but I have to say these photos that are on here are like actually probably not even near the quality of how I have my merchandise displayed. Those are old, old photos. That kind well, of looks like, like Stanford and Son, like, you know, that old yeah, Stanford see, and this, Son TV show. This is a better yes. picture. It doesn't give you the apparel, but this is this gives you a better that's picture. My, of, um, yeah, that's my lobby yeah. and sitting area right there that's coming up, and that really gets to show everybody where uh, – you know, what What the students are sitting watching those monitors on the wall, they're sitting within the retail store. If you notice on the floor is the woodwork. That floor is like a tile, like a rubber tile wood look. Um, yep. That is the area that wraps around the retail, so no one's sitting in front of the retail. So sometimes parents grab a chair and they think they can just pull it wherever they want. And I'm like, no, ma'am, you can't do that because we need to keep the retail area open so people won't be embarrassed to say, can you move your chair? I want to look at that shirt. So you need to, I have a, I have a, a sitting area and then I have a retail wraparound. Nice. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, um, yeah and I took this from Facebook, by the way. These are on our, uh, uh, this is on our closed group, that, these pictures you posted. Oh, cool. Oh, oh, really? I saw, oh, that's right. We did. I put them up there where we had people uh, showing me, showing us their schools as well. Yeah. I think. All right. Well, yeah. So, so for me, let's let's just get back to the nuts and bolts. So, like for example, if you have a set of sparring gear at basic price, let's just say it's one hundred and thirty nine ninety nine. Um, by the way, one other thing is, school owners stop discounting the retail price from Century. Right? If you buy from Century and their website says the set costs one hundred and fifty, don't sell it for one hundred and ten. Don't undercut Century. Century is giving you that price option because they can't buy it from anywhere else for less than that, 
right? So sell it at what Century recommends because you're gonna you're not gonna charge shipping. If they buy directly from Century, they have to pay shipping. Um, so you sell it at the cost that Century recommends, but just don't charge the shipping, and and that way you save right. them money, but you're still selling it at a good markup. Well, and you got to uh, we make it a rule that you have to buy it from us anyways. Uh, you can't purchase, right. you know, you can't go on Amazon exactly. and buy whatever else you want to buy. You have to purchase it through us, and you know, right. um, you know, part part of that is uh, an insurance thing where you know, look, I, I I've got to know that the product that's being used in my studio is up to the standard that we need in order to make right. sure that your, you know, your child or yourself are covered. Yeah, like listen. And here's the thing, um, that insurance thing, sometimes people are like, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. They don't buy it, right? But at the same time, I'm also honest with them, and I say, like, why would you want to give the business to someone else? It helps support our instructor salaries, the upkeep of the building. It's part of our business model. So share the wealth, right? Like, buy from us. We're not gouging you on price. I could see if I sold Century's gear at $299 and you could buy it on the web for $100. I get it. Um, but um, you have to purchase it for us for a few reasons. One is I could vet the equipment, like you just said, in safety so that we know they're covered and they're, they have quality. Two, um, it helps support the school. And, and three, it's part of our rules, period. That's just bar none, right? Like, for example, if you're on a baseball team, you can't go out and buy your own uniform. You, you get it from the team, right? You don't just say, hey, I want to get the discounted uniform. I know it's a little bit off color. And it's got a New York Yankees logo on it versus, the, you know, the Cardinals. But, you know, hey, listen, I'm just trying to save money. It's, so we have to start that culture of understanding in my school. Yeah. And, by the way, my price is – I say to people, listen, um, in my program, uh, it's it's 135 a month fully inclusive. We don't charge for testing. We don't charge for this. We don't charge for that. It's all 135 You get your first two uniforms free. After your first year, you buy uniforms if you need them. I said, but you're going to buy gear. And I always point up to the wall. I said, from beginner to black belt, it's going to take you about six years if you're an outstanding student, maybe five and a half to six years. I said, so over the course of those six years, we ask you to spend about another 650 to $700, depending on your taste. Um, I said, so you're looking about like 80 to $120, maybe extra per year for the gear you need to study the art we teach. People are like, okay, no problem. Like there's no, I'm up front, I'm out, I'm make sure they know. Um, communication is the key, and uh, it, it's easier that way so that no one ever has been surprised and they think they're getting sticker shock or they're, oh, you pulled right. something over over on them and, oh, you didn't tell me about that, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So here's some other real quick things because we're running quick on time. So um, So retail could be sparring gear, it could be clothing, it could be weaponry, it could be any kind of branded material from stickers to put on car windshields to um, notebooks for kids to take and students to take notes in. It could be DVDs that are from your school on your curriculum or similar DVDs and books that you recommend. Like I had a book that I recommended to all my students. I bought like 10 of them on Amazon. I didn't sell them at a profit. I sold it for what I paid, but I got it out there, and the book was called The Living the Martial Way by Forrest Morgan. It's a very aligned book with my philosophies, and then I had it out on the counter. All four or five books sold within seconds. So, um, wow. you know, I want people, you know, I didn't make money on it, but at least that people get in the buying habit, right, because it keeps people, um, you know, used to spending money at your school rather than going to Amazon. I got the book for them kind of thing. Um but also a few other items that people forget to sell during the holidays. And one, if you're selling, you should probably have a blowout table. The table should be all the things you ever bought that didn't sell, right? And um, I have a friend. He's a great client. He's not on here today, um, but he'll probably listen to this call, and I'll say, blow out those T-shirts. He'll say, but I spent $10 on them, my cost. And I go, so have you sold any? He's got, he's going, well, I have like 42 of them left. I go, so blow them out at five bucks, but I'm losing money. I'm like, no, not really, because you sold the other 70 of them at full price and you made a good chunk of retail that probably paid for these. And now these are just sitting. So um, J.D. Sarantakos, who's an old student of mine, he's the brother of Chris Angel and helps Chris with his empire. Once, uh, he, when he trained with me, he'd say to me, Shion, you need to, you know, you need to get that merchandise and blow it out. It's been sitting way too long on the racks. People are going to think that no one likes that stuff. So blow it out. And I go, I, 
go, okay, you know, I knew that. And he'd say, but, you know, he'd say to me, it's the cost of money, he would say. He'd say, if you take your shirts that are sitting dead, 20 of them, and not selling, because you want 20 bucks, he says, they'll be dead in the water. So you lost $10 times 20 shirts, 200 bucks. He says, but if you blow them out at $5 and get rid of all 20 of them, now you make 100 bucks, right? And you put that back into an inventory. So you, it's the cost of doing business, the cost of money, where you recirculate that money, the cash, into a new item that would probably sell and make you a profit again. Just so said, don't, you know, blow out items. And, and a big mistake is people will keep their winter jackets out in the summer. They'll keep their hoodies out in the summer. People don't buy hoodies in the summer. It's just like you don't, you don't see the department store selling bathing suits, unless it's a sporting goods store, in the middle of winter. Right. Right, they shift quickly from cycle to cycle. They know that the next cycle of purchase is going to be winter jackets. You know, the next cycle of purchase is going to be, you know, whatever, gloves and mittens for the winter. So we have to shift our mindset to follow the trends of what people are buying at that moment in time for the for the recirculating of, of uh, merchandise, right? Um, the other thing, a big thing to talk about is that people need to understand that you don't have to just sell tangible things, meaning like a shirt or a jacket. You could sell for the holidays, blow out your Black Belt Club at half price. Or for the first 20 people, they get Black Belt Club at half price. You could sell a private lesson package. And if people bought 10 package, a 10-pack, it's normally 85 bucks. You sell it at $50. But they have to pay in full, right? And um, people will do that. They'll go, yeah, my kid's been doing privates. If I could buy 10 of them for 50 bucks instead of buying them singular for 80 makes sense. Let me do it. And then you get this big influx of money coming in during the holidays, right? You could sell, um, you could pre-sell like a coupon thing for parents' night outs. Like a parent night out and the next, they're 35 bucks a piece or $30 a piece. You're going to sell them at $20 a piece if they buy the five coupons that don't expire. It's $100. So like, yeah, that's a deal. I go to these all the time and it doesn't expire. No brainer. So you just get like, let's say you get another hundred, hundred, ten of those. You make another thousand bucks in sales, right? And um, there are so many things that you could be doing like that, like discounts on sibling memberships, you know, um, upgrades to certain programs like leadership team at half price or whatever you do. Those are things that could all be part of your holiday sale package. It, you know, the other thing that I'm, I'm getting as you're talking about this is you're also because what, what I'm hearing, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm hearing, oh, discount, oh, discount. That means I'm I'm right. losing money. I'm losing money. Yes. But the other thing that I'm hearing is that I'm creating a a a a buying or a purchasing um, habit right. uh, atmosphere. So right. that that can be taken into consideration as well. Because yes, you might lose money on the front end but you will make money on the back end because the you you've helped to develop this environment that oh yeah when i need x i'm i'm going to go to you know shihan to to get x because yeah. you know what i'm saying no don't, totally and you're right though like we have to create a buying a buying habit within our clients and culture. i'll give you a really good yeah, yeah. A culture right so a culture but a habit right like for example um I have a drink machine at my west side of school that you put money in and it comes out. At my east side of school, it's a refrigerator, right? And half the profits go um, to one of my staff members because he drinks my core waters like it was going out of style, like, you know, five of them a night. So I have to put a stop to that. But but um, when those drink machines go empty, people then are thirsty, used to going and putting in their two bucks, but now they're still thirsty. So they drive down the road to the 7-Eleven that is um, down the road. And now I've just broken their buying habits. So let's just say, for example, now they find um, something that they like at 7-Eleven that I didn't have, or they got a hot coffee instead of a cold drink. Um, now I've just thrown them out of that buying culture, that buying habit, and I've given them a new opportunity, which happens to not be mine, right? So, yeah. so which is a problem, so that we have to be careful that we don't allow that to happen. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah, it makes perfect yeah. sense. It, um, so, what other what other uh, ideas? Do you I just have I just posted I just posted for I just posted for you, Dwayne, on on our 
on our um, Skype page, I gave you two flyers that if you wanted to show those flyers somehow, that's like what I do on my sales. So, like, if we looked at what, the Black you... Friday sale, I put it in, okay. in Skype Yep. for you. I'll, so, like, yep, for example, um, yeah, like, for example, like, my – some of the items that I sell, I'll read it off of this flyer that you could maybe, maybe show – but it's like private lesson packages, buy four, save 50 bucks, 20% off all sparring gear. And you're right. You're like, you're saying as a school owner, you're saying, but I'm losing money. Okay. You're losing a little bit money on the retail markup, but you're not losing money because you're still making a profit. So in essence, you're making money, right? Sometimes we get caught up on, no, my t-shirts cost me 10 and I want to sell them at a keynote two and a half times, or I want to sell them at 25. And now you're asking me to sell them at 20 I'm losing $5. No, you're not losing $5. You're never losing $5. You're gaining $10. You're just not making $15. you are making 10 on it. So you're still making money. And with the influx of the sale and the injection of excitement, people might purchase one or two of them when they only would have purchased one. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that, that one thing that you have up is my Black Friday sale. And then the other one is the actual items. And I have way more than this, but you'll see, like, 20% off all apparel, including tabbies, tabby socks, soldier shirts, um, all uniforms save 20% off if you want to buy a second and get a second for 30% off, you know. Um, you know, or all used weapons. I have like a bunch of weapons that I buy that sit or people who join and quit and leave their weapons. We always have tons of weapons sitting. So we'll take those good, in good shape weapons, put them in a bucket, and we'll say all of these weapons are either 10 to $15. Instead of buying a $40 bow staff, they could buy one for 10 But I don't pay a penny for them. They were just left at my school, hmm. right? And then books and DVDs. I even have blue gi pants, and we call them pajama pants. And, and get this. So when people join my leadership team, they get a blue gi top, and they wear their black pants with the top. So I have all these blue pants because I don't give them the pants. So I have these tons of blue pants. I just blow them out as $5. People buy them to wear around the house. They wear them to sleep. They wear them to work in the yard. But I just sell them. So you see all these different things, large gear bags, summer camp, that we could be selling our summer camp blowouts for the holidays. I get parents who always buy three weeks of summer camp at $110. I don't allow them to buy all eight weeks. So if they want to, they can save. They'll save themselves (laughs) $79 by buying summer camp um, in the month of uh, November and December. And really? what does that do? That, insure, that ensures that I'm going to be selling people into my camp. Yes, I gave them at a good deal, but now I have the staple 10 people that are going to be going. Now, why do you have, like, Black Friday? I mean, it's only happening on one day type thing. Yeah, I just do that whole month of November. Yeah, that's actually just for that day, right? Like, I normally do a sale between the hours of 12 and 3.30. We're closed that day, okay. um, and uh, we just do a sale that day. But I'm probably – that. by the way, this is an old flyer. I'm going to have that flyer out, and I'm going to say between the months of – the dates of November 1st to November 15th, that'll be – these sales will all be available. Okay. So you're going to do, like – Let's just say, um, you know, the week of, uh, you know, the first week you're going to have X. The, the second week you're going to have Y. The third week you'll have, you know, that type of thing maybe. No, what, I, what I'll probably do is I'll have November 1st to the 15th all of these really highly discounted items, and then it'll go yep. away. And then I'll just have my items out there, and I'll do specific sales. I may even do a, um, a, uh, a, a purchase sale. In other words, for example, um, having a, a, a little bowl where they could reach in and pull out a piece of paper, and if it says 10% off, that's what they get. If it says 5 that's what they get. If it says 15 that's what they get. So anytime they make a purchase from November 15th to whenever, um, December 20th, uh, they'll be able to get that additional discount. My goal is, of course, just to, of course, sell those things and get people motivated. Like I'm yep. looking like I've heard of people like I just saw on one of the one of the school owner websites, like some guy did 30,000 in retail in like the month of November. That's crazy, right? Just think about that. 
So, I mean, uh, that's $30,000 that they made, and let's say they're doing a 50% markup, they made 15 k in retail just because they put the effort into it. They created a buzz. They made it exciting. Oh, that's work. <laughs> yeah, well, look, well, I get it. And you know what, though, dude? I understand because it's lost. I'm it just being real, man. I'm just being no, real. No, I know. But but if I – and you and I know, if I threw down, you know, um, and I said, listen, Dwayne, you're a hard worker. You work day and night just like I do, right? So when you're not working, you're working. I know it. Your head's working. Your mind is working. Like I woke up at 4 in the morning just just uh, just last night, and I'm like literally dead tired, fall asleep. And at 4 in the morning, I noticed like my – it used to be 2 in the morning. Now it's somehow shifted to 4. Like my body needed the extra two hours. And I, I literally, my eyes will open, and I see the clock go from 3.59, 4. Like, every morning, like, I, like it's an alarm clock going off. And I'm now sitting up thinking, of like, all this stuff, what could I do? I'm excited about sign-ups, and I'm, I'm excited about running my business. Um, and, uh, you know, like, I'm so excited lately about my schools that I'm almost wanting to get rid of all my other businesses. No joke. Like, I swear, like, I, everything that I'm, like, my website design company, you know, I, I make money off of. But I'm like, you know what, if I just literally only focused on my schools, I could probably make what I'm making there on my schools more. And I get a very big satisfaction lately out of it. So it's exciting to me um, to, uh, to do this. But anyway, I don't know if I'll do that, but, I mean, I'm kind of, like, questioning myself on it. But, um it's for me, it's something that's super important for us to, uh, you know, understand, like, if we put that extra time in, you're going to make that reward and that money back. So mm -hmm. for me, my suggestion for you is put one of your staff members in charge. I mean, put, put a yeah. program manager in charge, you know, set up a day where you could just get a contractor to put that flat wall up and build that retail out. And, and then, Trust me, people will be like, wow, this, this is really exciting. I like what you're doing here. And I didn't know you sold that. And you're like, what, what are you talking about? I'm wearing one right now. Like, you know, and, you, <laughs> and but, they'll, but they'll say, but I didn't know I could buy one. Like, they, you have to literally tell people, like, when, when I put up an item on the wall, I don't say T-shirts 1999. I say wear your school T-shirt with pride, right? You know, that's what I'll say. Like, you've got to talk to the people from a consumer point of view, just like any department right. store would do. Yeah, you know, like, I think that with, with regard to retail, and I've always been super excited about retail my whole life. Um, I loved merchandising and visual merchandising since I was a kid, like setting stuff up. I dated a girl back in high school that she was a visual, visual merchandiser for Macy's, and she traveled to all the Macy's around the country. She got paid really good money coming out of college and, and high school from um, from visual merchandising because she set up displays the way she set them up. People bought. Like she had, there was a science to this. You know, in our schools, it's like you know we get a wall and we're like with no thought whatsoever, we just throw crap on the wall. Like literally, yeah. like you know, you got to have a theme. If, if it's a sparring section, put up the sparring gear. Have the mouthpiece available. Show them that they could buy a two dollar mouthpiece or they could buy a $29 shock doctor mouthpiece that will really protect your teeth. Guarantee you say, and you're, you're good this way, better than I am with my sheets that you did on the menu. You say, hey, Mr. Jones, um, so you have a choice. You could um, elect to not buy the sparring gear chest protector. Um, just check this box and say you understand that you're going to put yourself, your child in grave danger and risk and that you don't <laughs> care and love them all that much. So just check the box right here. And um, and they're like, what? You're like, yeah, no, no, just make sure you write it off, sign on the bottom that you don't care if they get killed in class. Like, you know, like, but, but you know what you're, what you're actually doing, though, Dwayne, is you're educating them on the reality that they right. could get hit and get hurt, but so why not buy the gear? Don't be a cheapskate. Would they not buy a really great football helmet? Like, I noticed I'm not a big sports fan like that. I watch it all the time. But I'm watching, like, the football commercials on TV, and I notice they have these really new design helmets that are, that are set up for protection. Like, someone yeah. redesigned the helmet to make it safer. They re redesigned the shoulder pads to make them safer. So why wouldn't there why – would, and I have parents that are like, no, I'll just take the cheap crap. Like, you do realize it's, you know, it's really thin, and it's not going to protect them as well as the, the, the other package that's maybe $100 more. Um, how valuable is your kid to you? 
know, like how valuable is their safety? You know, you got to have those conversations and give them the opportunity to upgrade, right? And make sure that they go, yeah, I want to go with the more expensive gear, but how can I save money? Well, go with the cheaper bag then, you know, that kind of thing. So have opportunities right. available for them that they could really do it. And, um, I love retail. Like I come home, I'm more excited sometimes when I'm like, I tell my fiance Nicole, I'm like, I just sold, uh, you know, $280 worth of stuff today. Um, that excites me because people are buying stuff that I researched, that I found, that I recommended. It's very cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I'll have to put my list together and, uh, uh, bounce some yeah, ideas I mean, off of hey, you. If, if you're willing retail. to, no, no pressure. Um, but if you're willing yeah. to, um, maybe if you do it and you actually decide to do it, right? I'm just saying that because you may, may be just saying that because you want to get me off your back. But, but I'm saying <laughs> that if, if you really want to do this, what we should do is we should together design it out and take pictures every stage of the way and show people what a difference and then maybe track sales and, and write yeah. down like what people say. Um, but I can promise you that it would be worth your while not only just to make more money on retail, but to create a buzz and excitement and show them that there's the school goes beyond just kicking and punching. You have little cool things and, you know, books don't really sell because people don't like to read as much as you and I do. Um, you know, videos don't necessarily sell. So you buy very little of those, if any, right. You know, and then, but you do your staple products, your clothing line, um, the cool shirts, you have plenty of cool shirts that I like that you wear that have different logos and sayings on them. All of those things are really, really awesome. So, I mean, those are things that people should have the opportunity to pick up and buy or at minimum order them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so, okay. all right, cool. I hope, did I kind of cover a lot? Yeah, you did. I, I, I would say that the important pieces that I'm, I'm hearing, especially if somebody is uh, overwhelmed uh, or skeptical, right, would be to uh, start small but build consistently. So maybe this year's holiday retail is not going to be what next year's is, but as you um, as you start to build slowly, meaning maybe this time it's only your stapled items that you're going to put out there, and then you keep rearranging them, and, and every month or every two months you add one or two more items to that wall um, and then circulating those out depending on, you know, if it's a sweatshirt or, or, or a T-shirt, depending on the time of the season, those types yeah. of things. Um, and build it slowly if you need to, if you don't have the funds to build it quickly. Yeah, and the other thing, if you have no funds to build it, then and um, you're suffering from that Italian disorder, right? Funds are low, you get it? Is it Italian name? Funds are low. Um, anyway, so if, if you're uh, if you don't have the money, Century does this. You just call up and say, "Hey Century, hey Century, I just want I just want to order um, a hundred of your catalogs. They give them to you for free. And then um, in my in my retail Wonderland package, one of our listeners actually uh, bought my retail Wonderland package and he said, "I can't believe how organized it was." the detail that you give, the ideas that you share, the videos that you have that are all included for $29.99. But in there, I do a wish list. So parents and kids could fill out and give the wish list to, and say, Grandpa, um, this is what I want for Christmas. I need sparring gear. And then here's the number. Just call. This is the style. And they give it to the grandparents. The grandparents call the order in. You get the credit card over the phone and you place the order. Or you have the catalogs and you hand it out to every parent and say, buy whatever you want. Just let me know the model number and pay me for it. Um, and I'll order it for you. And that way you get it and uh, you get it for the same price. And I pay for the shipping. Don't say it. We don't charge for shipping. Say that you pay for the shipping because in essence you are, you're paying shipping, but you're not charging for it. So they give them a little bit less right. of a price. Then they would get it through century. And then you literally don't have to stock anything. And that way, you I mean, it doesn't sell as well as you could touch, feel, take, grab, put under the tree immediately. And here's another thing. If items are not available, one last gem, um, let's say they waited to the last minute and they didn't get the gear. You could say, I will photocopy a picture of the item for you, and you could put that in the box. Let's order it now. They'll have it right after the holiday. But when they open it up, they could see that they got the sparring gear. 
right? Because parents like to give things, but they, it doesn't have to be the actual care. It's not like they're going to put it on in the car and, and over the Christmas holiday right. in their living room. So get them a picture of the item and then make sure they still purchase the item. Sound good? Perfect. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, All right, man. I'll, I'll take some pictures and let's start building. Okay. Let's do that. All right. And I'll work with you. All right. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. Oh, hey, have a great uh, send, Yeah. You too. Send me a link. I can put it in this post, you know, on our Facebook Live, but then also on uh, schoolowner.talk.com. I want to put the uh, uh, link to your retail wonderland. So if somebody wants to purchase that, they can get access to that. Okay. I'll do that in the next five minutes. I'll send it to you right now on the site. All right. Sounds good. Have a good one, sir. All right. Thank you. You have a great day. See you soon, everybody. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed. Take care.